I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about the 19th Amendment. So grab your suffragette. And let's get civical. Everybody. Hi, everyone. It's us. It's us. It's, it's me. Us. It's Lizzie and I. It's Lizzie and Arden. Yeah. It's I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Wallandowski. And this is Let's Get Civical. Yes, it is. Today, we are literally booked and blessed with our guest that's on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. It is our producer and what? CEO, president, queen, founder. Oh, president, queen. Is president, queen, sure. founder. Oh, for sure. Woman more, extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. More Banana Podcast. Yeah, that's me. Well, hello, I'm Kate Moldenhauer and I'm the president, queen of <laughs> More Banana Podcast and the de facto producer of Let's Get Typical. So yes, you are. You guys probably know because so many times we're like, our producer Kate is doing this or, or we've made our producer Kate laugh or... Our producer Kate looks very concerned. Or I'm chasing down moths. In the <laughs> or she, or the producer Kate, who was literally chasing down Gandalf the moth in our very infamous episode <laughs> yes. where the moth attacked me. I'm not over it. 
<laughs> but today she's she's putting on her her guest hat. Yes, mm-hmm. she is guesting with my us. civical hat. Your civical hat. It's it looks so good on you. Yeah, it's George Washington's Delaware River hat. Wow, I got wow. it from the Smithsonian. Oh, wait, do, do those <gasps> actually exist? Like a hat of George Washington crossing the Delaware? In my mind, they do. So wow. in reality, probably. all I'm saying is merch. Except it's not George Washington. It's us. It's you I crossing the Delaware. Stop. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. So when we go to DC, we have to go to the river and wade in it. Yeah. Yeah. And take a photograph I, of it. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was in a boat. I think. If he I, if was, that's probably uh, true. Listen, yeah, he wasn't like just knee deep in, in the river. <laughs> Although, in fairness, I don't know if we have the budget for a boat, so it <laughs> might be just you. He guys. got a little inflatable tube. It was just he got a he got a pool he a got pool float a noodle <laughs> a noodle a noodle. We're just like onward, men. An inflatable They'll never flamingo. See us. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna do merch. Uh, just put that on the list of things to do. It's okay, very exciting. But yeah, we're so excited to have you. We're so excited to for the people to hear you speak. I'm yeah, because we hear you speak all the time. Producer Kate exists in Produce, the other world. Yeah, producer I'm Kate exists here. not only in my mind but in reality. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm always here. I'm just in the silent corner. Yes, manning the equipment. You have mastered the silent laugh. You have mastered I the have silent to. laugh. It is you double over. You double over in complete silence, but it makes me feel good because I know I'm doing something right. I've also <laughs> mastered the silent burp. The you, si- yeah, <laughs> you've mastered the silent fact the check silence. where you're like, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. I have done that like, too. Oh, okay, okay, great, cool, 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 cool. Listen, it's a skill. It's on my resume. Yeah. underneath President Queen. Silent burper, laugher, fact checker. Fact checker. Wow, you're a multi-hyphenate, and for that, we're <laughs> so appreciative. But today, we're talking about the 19th Amendment. Yes. Ooh. Number one nine. Big amendment for us. Yeah, I like it. Such a fan. Such one a of fan my of this amendment. Such a fan. Such a fan. Uh, I can't wait to talk about how long it took to make this amendment happen. Woof. Woof. This is something that you really wanted to talk about, Kate. Any particular reason why, other than the fact that um, women should have always had the right to vote? I was always fascinated with women's suffrage specifically and how it ties into prohibition. Oh, sure. Uh, and also abolition. Yeah. So, oh, yes, yes, yes. Because I feel like, uh, and I was saying this to Arden earlier, the 19th Amendment is basically a redundancy of the 14th Amendment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all related to the 15th Amendment. And then it just, and then it all ties into the. 18th Amendment, which is prohibition. It's just like, it was like yeah. America's like clusterfuck of like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. It's a major um, identity crisis. Yeah, like, no, we're struggling. This. No, 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 this. No, Ugh. these people can vote. No, no, these people can vote. And also, no alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah essentially. No alcohol here. It was just, we were all over the place. Yeah. You know, it was like our 20s. It was just a, a oh mess Oh my God. Us. Me at 23, honey, that's what this is. Yeah, Look, I'm, I'm 25 and an absolute catastrophe. <laughs> an absolute catastrophe. And look at you in your like rolled up plaid pants Shut looking up. very nice. I wore this exact outfit not four days ago. <laughs> it's one of like five outfits where I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that's a good one. And I just rotate it every week. I'm just like, it's time it's for the look. hot pink and plaid look. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> and look. And that's what we're doing. Look, it's hard good. being a full-ass adult while also being a full-ass child. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that's it. That's pretty much how America felt in 1920. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they're like, what do I wear? <laughs> <laughs> what is it I'm supposed to wear today? All right. Okay. Do we want to jump it. in? Do, do it. we want to nose dive? I'll start. Please We're going to define 
I'm not defined. That's not the word. I'm going to describe what in in the name of Susan B. Anthony, the 19th Amendment is. So the 19th Amendment granted, in a nutshell, granted women the right to vote. It's also known as suffrage because we had to suffer. That's not true. I just made that what, up. Wait, do you guys know what suffrage means? Suffrage meaning the right to vote. Yeah. It's very it, confusing. It's very confusing. It's like, just say the right to vote. Yeah. Why do we need the word? Why do we need? And also it's like only used with like women's suffrage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like, though that's not specifically what it means. Totally, yeah. yeah. But we always use it in context with just women getting the right to vote. We don't do it with anybody else who gained the right to vote. Yeah. yeah. Post, you know, just white men yep. land owning. Yep. But yeah. Uh, it was ratified on August 18th, 1920, two days in about 80 years of my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm August 16th. And this is what it says. The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any other state on account of sex. Congress was given the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Yep. That's, that's it. That's it. It's very that's simple. It. Very I know. Simple. I love that. It's like it's concise. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, sex doesn't matter. Yep. Anybody mm-hmm. can vote. Yeah. They left out gender, though. You know, they did leave out I gender. feel like. You know, now that we're talking about sex and gender, it's like sex is the medical and gender is the social. And right. now do we need, like, do we need another amendment, guys? We do need, oh my God, <laughs> the amount of amendments we need right uh, now I know, is I know. astounding. Yeah, yeah, it is curious now that we're living in the age of, you know, non-conforming, non-binary, like mm-hmm. those those types of, of identities. Yeah. It is a new. I mean, but it, we are on a not new that thing. they're being denied the right to vote. Totally, I just mean but they have the to like, language there is interesting, right? right. But it's also, like, I feel like if I had uh, was a congressperson, which there were women congress people at this time, I think the con- there was a Montana congresswoman. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, Montana. Uh, but uh, if I had read this, I would have been just a flit of giggles. I would have just you know like, reading the <laughs> word sex in the Constitution. Sex. Well, didn't they? But it wasn't like a dirty word back no, then. No, I think I think sex was like because because nobody nobody had nobody fornicated like nobody right. you know yeah. it was all immaculate conception fucked, you know it was just <laughs> <laughs> like it was this all what... like very like like the the buttons were up to the neck yes yes very like no yes. ankles no ankles no, no no wrists no you know no noses no noses a very large hat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And like it was not there's no there was nothing sexual. No. Yeah, until this time cuz now we're into the, we're about to start the roaring 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then women are like, "I'm done with this. They shed that petticoat." And we're like, "You know what we need? Sequins." <laughs> and <laughs> fringe. And Give me all the fringe. fringe. I like it was just like, "Let's take the alcohol away." Dress. And now I'm going to show you my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of this? Man, I would have been arrested <laughs> in this time period. I would have been I would have been put away. They would have had me committed. Uh, but yeah, but I do love the simplicity of this amendment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could it be does it need to be more descriptive? Perhaps. Perhaps. I, I mean, it could also you could interpret it as like the fact that it's so broad. Uh yeah, is actually helpful. That is true. Because then you can interpret it how you want. Like, you can interpret it the old way and be like, you know, sex, you know, in terms of genitalia. Or it could be sex to mean gender. That's true, yeah. And, like, you could interpret it whatever way you yeah. want to do. That's true. Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm I am a fan of this amendment. I just want us I just want to point out that this amendment passed in 1920. Yeah, coming mm-hmm. up on 1920. Years. That was like 200 years that women were not voting. No wonder yeah. we entered the Great Depression. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously if 200 years of women not being able to, like, get involved and solve the problems, like, obviously the economy crashed. Right. Mm-hmm. Two Maybe. world, one one world war, another one on the horizon. Yeah. Like, we couldn't, you didn't give us enough time. Right. You didn't give us enough time. Yeah. Women would have, women would have avoided both world wars and the Great Depression. If we had been voting, it. like, since the beginning. If we had been voting, if we yeah. had been involved, we would have none of the problems we have today. I stand by that statement. Thank you. Yeah, ah, I ah. believe it. Somebody write a mean review about it. Okay. <laughs> You're such a valley girl. I know. I'm such a valley girl. Okay. Okay. So well, so before the 19th Amendment, and this is coming from the Constitution Center, which is a website that if you listen frequently, you know I adore. Generally, only free landholding white males had the right to vote. They we were defined love. as, I know, God bless. They were defined as persons who owned land worth a certain amount of money. Wait, stop. Great. Okay. We're, <laughs> so sorry. We're, like any amount, like this, 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 this plot of land is worth $2. Yeah. Like if you own land. That's it, worth a certain amount of money. Yeah. I think, well, I think the certain, the free, the certain amount of money thing comes from it being different by state. How mu- oh, 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 how much money? Yeah, like how much money? Worth. Yeah, land is or worth? like what your what the barrier to entry was? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, differed by state. So stressful. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's like six people voting, which is true, and mm-hmm. the goat, and the goat. Mm-hmm. That's the only people who met the requirements. I know. I hate this. It anyway, sucks. This, no, I'm just like, no wonder it's we, are get we are. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's gonna get better. Huh? It's gonna get better. It. Hundreds of years later. <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting here now. It doesn't feel better. It doesn't no. feel better. No. Um, keep going. Okay, great. The thought was that, among other things, propertyless individuals had no stake in the community or mm-hmm. might be inclined to vote for profligate spending since they were not subject to property taxes. So the idea that, ah. like, they linked it to land owning, they linked voting, the right to vote sure. to land owning individuals because they thought if you had, if you owned land, like then you, you would invest, you would care. Like you would invest in your community. You would care sure. about what happens. Nobody else gave a, like in their minds could sure. possibly have a reason for giving a shit. Yeah. Right. Like if you don't own land, then like how could you measure somebody? Right. Like you could just leave. I mean, as and someone be voting- who rents an apartment, I can say I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what happens. It can all crumble around me. <laughs> That's such a stupid. That's such a stupid thing to think. Of yeah. like, only yeah. people who own the land will will care. Right. Everyone else is just like they're living their life. They're churning their butter. Yeah. They're just you, you know the goats over there. Like yeah. We're all just chill. Well, it's also like a little bit sinister. It's like the people with money. Yeah. Should vote, but the people without money don't let them vote because they might turn against us. They would turn against and like you know? spend and all of the money that we that we're raising in taxes. Yeah. Like that yeah, was the other yeah, thing yeah. they didn't want them voting for things like Medicare. But what's yeah, interesting, like welfare. the loop ha- the loophole here, and like obviously, all super wealthy people probably owned land. But like, what if you were a super wealthy person who didn't own land? Ugh. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. like while it probably wasn't like a anything that happened there had to be one there had to be like one dude like one dude named greg who was like a rich greg rich rich ass (laughs) greg who had a ton of money not a lick of land just a bunch of votes 
couldn't vote, but very wealthy, very influential, couldn't vote. Maybe he was an international businessman. Maybe he was, you know, taking his buggy on the road. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. You don't know. He didn't. He didn't need a. He didn't need a set of roots. He 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 had the hotels or whatever you stayed in at in nineteen how many B&Bs. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. The B and Bs. The Airbnbs of eighteen sixty two. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's a loophole here, and and poor Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Poor rich Greg couldn't vote. <laughs> Not that it's about poor rich Greg; it's about millions of women. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's it's a weird, it's a very odd requirement. It's to an me. Uh, yes. I mean, in a way, I get the old time logic of like we have mm-hmm. like they want to they wanted to find a way to make sure that people who are voting like they wanted educated voters. Right. They wanted yeah. people who would make decisions based on like a vested interest in what was being voted on. Mm-hmm. They wanted pe- so like I understand that desire that seems perfectly reasonable to me. Like you want people who care about your country, your state, your municipality sure. to have an informed opinion about why they're voting one way or the other. Um, but the, like mm. the underpinnings of this structure are clearly like racist and sexist oh yeah and like only racist it's also it's an argument that kind of comes up again in women's suffrage and then also like um um, an abolition in the right of black citizens to vote as well Mm -hmm. is this idea of like well we don't want them to vote because they're not educated but instead of educating them right we're just going to take the right away just don't do it like we don't want to work on making you better we're just worried about this whole situation it is not about while, while it's like under the guise of like educated voters and right. like under all of that guys, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not because they don't invest in women. They obviously don't invest in black people and or slaves in this time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because they wanted to keep them in the positions that they were in, which right. was a Subjugated. subordinate yeah. position. Yeah. So yeah. it is it's so it's the the taking people's right to vote has always been sexist and it's always been racist. Like yeah. that's yeah. the only that's yeah. the only beneficial reason why you would take away somebody's right to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It still happens today. Or choose. Just throwing that in there. Or choose. Exactly yes. right. Throw yeah. it in. Throw it in. Oop, slam dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I watch sports. <laughs> I watch sports. <laughs> Love sports ball. So yeah, and land at the time was relatively cheap, so the qualification level was pretty low. Like okay. you didn't have to own like you didn't have to be a Vanderbilt but in order I was. to vote. Mm-hmm. I was. I feel that I was. So the large majority of free adult males could vote. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, well, yeah. Them. I mean, that's just yeah. like it doesn't matter. Like the only like only a small percentage of people can has have the right to own land. And so it's like for them to say that, oh, the qualification is super low. It's like, yeah, for the small percentage of people who actually are allowed to own land, which is just like white males. Yeah. So thanks for making it easier for them. They needed it. It's so hard. It's so hard to be a white male. It's the toughest. In the 19th 19th century. (laughs) It's so difficult. They're just like, ooh, land's so expensive. What am I gonna do? Oh, my wig. I don't. I only have a couple, <laughs> couple bar of goals. Oh my god, my powder. How to get the gun? I don't know. Build a cabin. Okay, I'm so tired. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tired. I've never been this tired in my life. Look, I uh, look honestly. <laughs> you are really channeling uh, 18th century white men. I, I am just uh, nailing it. I certainly truly. speak for 18th century white men. I know. I know they struggled. Uh, can you imagine? I worry for them. I worry for them. I'll pray for them later. Okay. Okay. Guys, focus. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody panic. Morale is high. (laughs) 
morale is high and land prices are low. <laughs> it is 1869 and we have a dream. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like this is the most, we've already covered this. Since most black people were slaves, they didn't have the right to vote. Did Never. we know? Yeah. Did we know? However, some states allowed uh, like free blacks to vote, which would be obviously mainly in the North. Yeah. This um, is like pre-Civil War. Pre-Civil War. Yeah. Pre-Civil War, pre-all that stuff. So likewise, most women couldn't vote. Sometimes they could vote at like town hall meetings or mm-hmm. local elections. Mm-hmm. But that was like. That was like, raise your hand if yeah, you want to yeah. build the schoolhouse over there. Right. Cool. Right. right. And then in the 1840s, the women who gained experience in the abolitionist movement became mm-hmm. the leaders of the emerging women's rights movement. So this is coming from like the National Women's History Museum and bless out. This was like a valuable website. Yes. It's really well done. If mm-hmm. you want to know m- more beyond what we tell you, like check them out. They're really great. So many of the laws couverture. Yes. What? Yes. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, what? Many of the laws of couverture. Couverture. Yeah. Were still in place, which means like their husbands controlled their finances, their children, and property. Like they had no control over anything. Yeah. Mm. And honestly, like also inheritance was a big thing. Inheritance yeah. was a big thing. The only daughter. So you yeah. Good luck. You don't get it. It yeah. goes to Uncle Richard over there, who's yeah. weird. So messed up. So messed so up. So messed up. But Man, if I was oh, this would make me so mad. If my if my dad was rich Greg, right? If my dad was rich ass <laughs> Greg and 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 then Greg died on on his bu- international business travel and then his buggy and I was the only the only person and it yeah. went to weird Uncle Richard, I would lose my shit. This is why women kill their husbands. Yes. I would be so mad. Yeah. I'd be yeah. so mad. But also, yeah, you, like, what's interesting is the the bullet point that you just read about the women who are, who gained experience in the abolitionist movement yeah. became the le- the leaders of the women's rights movement. Yeah. It's like these women first took on the abolition movement and then was like, okay, great, now let me deal with the women's movement. They're so busy. Yeah, yeah. they're so yeah. busy having. They're yeah. like, all right, all right, all right. Let me just let me just step in here. Let me deal with the inequality and the race issue. And now that we've like kind of gotten that a little bit squared away and we're moving forward there, let's also tackle this thing over here. Yeah. Like, did they have to do everything? They yes. literally had to do everything. Yes. We have the... No, I mean, we're not fully equal in this country, obviously, but we are where we are now because of women, because mm-hmm. of women stepping in and being like this whole slavery thing. We're done. It's done. Women's right to vote. We're doing it. Get on board. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Women are the best. Although famously at the World Anti-Slavery Convention, which was in like 1860 something. It was mm. in London. Um, the, they wow. didn't want women to attend it. Of course not. <laughs> because they would have gotten <laughs> shit done. It couldn't have been 16 days. They, yeah. Women would have, we, we would have tied this shit up in a bow in three days. <laughs> boom, bang, boom. A very, a very well thought out agenda would have yeah. been issued to everybody. There would have been like there cookies and coffee. It would have yeah. been well, I mean, I mean, so well organized. Yeah. And we would have gotten shit done. Signed the document. Wow. Home by six. What? <laughs> yeah, I got to take care of my kids. I got to back to the kids. Because then they also went home and dealt with children because that was their job. This yeah. sounds very much like today. This sounds like yes. women going to board meetings and being like, shit, I got to go home I for the kids go. to bed. Yeah. Well, it's like, you can, yeah, you can go and you can like, you know, you can march for your women's rights, but you must be home to also still continue to do the duties that are expected of you in the house. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. it's like, it's not like these women were out there being like, I'm 
done. I'm done being a mother. Yeah. I'm done being a wife. No, because it was ex- they still had these very intense expectations of them in the household that they also had to meet while trying to simply get the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, you know, the, the men are up in Washington being like, actually, you know, it's really bothering me, alcohol. It's really, it's really <laughs> grinding my gears. Yeah, and, and the women are like, what are you talking about? What? Focus. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was me screaming for uh, <laughs> 10 minutes. So <laughs> listeners, you're welcome. I know that's exactly what you wanted. I'm just riled up. I'm tired. I'm tired. And, and, I, and we're trying to, we're just, we're moving backwards. And, and women are just tired. Anyways. Yeah. You don't even have children. And I don't have to. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? I feel like your children would be in, in this room care. also like, yelling. My <laughs> children would literally be right here being like, mom, relax. We're fine. We got it. I'm going to. I'll feed myself. <laughs> I'll feed myself. And I'll just go play with the dog. I'll yeah. be right outside. Yeah. 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 You, you just like, you have a glass of water. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So uh, women also did not have equal access rights to education. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Um, and during so they're this- doing all this stuff wow, without even having read a book. <laughs> they, didn't even be, they, didn't, they didn't get a book. They didn't get books. There's no... What are you talking... Are you joking? Like, these women are like, okay, great. We'll just teach ourselves. Then we'll solve the race issue. Then we'll solve women's <laughs> right to vote. And then we'll go home and deal with the kids at 6 p.m. I'm just like, so sorry. Oh I, Arden, I started screaming and Arden was like, and she's gone. She's, <laughs> she's gone. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's going to take us nine hours to get through this whole <laughs> Literally, section. we haven't left the first page. So sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm my worst self when we record and when I'm tired. No, this is great. Yes. Um, we're going back a step. So during this era, states were starting to repeal the laws that required voters to own land, which... Da, 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 only had the effect of like increasing the number of white male voters. Bless. Yes. Bless. I was going to say there's yes. not enough. No. Not enough. Women were still not allowed to cast a ballot. I love. Yeah. I love. Uh, I'm so relaxed. I'm so relaxed. So how how did we get the ball rolling and how like and by we I mean literally we the women. <laughs> it all started with the infamous Seneca Falls Convention in 1878. Mm-hmm. Great, excellent year for me. <laughs> um, this was not the first uh, meeting of this kind, um, but it was the meeting that most suffragettes consider the start of the movement. Key players, reformers Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Lucretia Mott organized the first women's right con- rights convention at Seneca Falls. So those are our two main organizers here more than 300 people attended including ally frederick douglas Mm -hmm. shout out to frederick a very busy man was able to make it up to the seneca falls convention fucking love that Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. attendees there believed that american women were autonomous individuals who deserved their own political identities can you imagine the gall the gall they also believed that women should be afforded better opportunities for education and employment. What? What? I know. Crazy idea. Crazy. Radical. 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 Literally, men were like, are you joking? (laughs) (laughs) Are they all horses? (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good... Like like the big-ass mutton chop. Oh, you're correct. It's just like, women should be afforded better opportunities. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. You're absolutely right. Oh, man. 
Um, Elizabeth Cady Stanton led a group of delegates in writing the Declaration of Sentiments. Ah, I know. Mm-hmm. Ah, which stated, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and women are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So this is literally the Declaration of Independence, and they have inserted the phrase, and women. Yeah. Yeah. All men and women. Yep. Hello. I love it. Love your work. All people would be more efficient. Just as a, just a totally. grammar. All humans. Yes. <laughs> humans. <laughs> Following this convention, the delegates were mocked and jeered in the press. Thank you. They called them valley girls. Yeah, they're valley (laughs) girls who, you know, if you can't pronounce the word, then you shouldn't talk about it. Some of the some of them recanted their support of the Declaration of Sentiments because they were mocked in the press. And right after this, my girl, Susan B. Anthony join the cause yes she was like hold on one second i don't know why she's southern i don't think that's true <laughs> no she was i think she was a quaker oh great hold you, on one second i don't go. know how quaker <laughs> no no yeah that's vast that's assumptions perfect. about quaker but she was like they need me <laughs> yeah they need me yeah. i will join love susan b anthony yeah Shout out Mm -hmm. to Susan. So then during the Civil War, there were setbacks as women and basically the entire United States focused on the war between the states. Right. um, I mean, can you imagine? It's like such a difficult thing to try to get done when we are killing each other. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That Ooh. put down the guns. Okay. No, we got to talk about women's rights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, they wouldn't listen to us anyway. Women would have prevented the Civil War had they been given any sort of political voting i believe that entirely they'd mm-hmm. be like actually what if we just solve this diplomatically and all agree here with a majority vote that slavery is a horrible thing and let's abolish it give everybody full rights and while we're here it's <laughs> such a pretty picture we should vote. <laughs> because you know what because i can't because <laughs> i can't why down. they denied us the the ability to be a part of history in any way that's true, true. We'll never so know how now my been. version can be anything you can't tell me it's not because true you don't, we know. don't know we don't know how it would have so been so you can argue with me but like can you <laughs> So then the suffrage movement or the suffrage movement was further set back when uh, it was divided over the 15th Amendment, which gave black citizens the right or black Americans citizens. I feel like it would just be in this case, just the men because women couldn't vote because they yeah. were going to vote. Which gave black men the right to vote. Yeah, but yeah. I, they the would be, I think you're right. They would be considered citizens Citizen. at this point because yeah. they were freed. They were freed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was division over whether or not they wanted to support the 15th amendment and basically because they were they were divided over whether or not like it, what should take precedent oh the women's suffrage you mean yeah like yeah. if it should be women's vote first or yeah frederick Douglass, like famously and susan b anthony were like tight 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 good friends mm-hmm. and then frederick Douglass was like hey i think black men go first and yeah then women like yeah, ch- oh, yeah women need the right to vote but like we can't do it all at once because right. politics are difficult yeah right. and she was like and don't get me wrong, I love Susan B. Anthony, but she was like, no. 
I know. <laughs> I mean, like, I know. he too that's was, that, but so... if that's the argument, like, he too was being like, we go first. I mean, it's yeah, like, no, he, like, somebody's always going to be absolutely. like on the yeah. other side feels of that in an argument so... where it's like, my demographic goes first. Yeah. yeah, it feels so much like like America to be like, but black men can be president. We can't first, do it all at the same but time. Never a woman, mm-hmm. yeah. which just is really just misogyny. But, you know, it was back then also. Yeah. It was back then, and it was we right are the after same. the Civil War. Like, I, I get them wanting to continue with the momentum of. Yeah, like the the end of the Civil War and yeah. being mm-hmm. like, while we're while everybody's here right. and we're agreeing on you know that like slavery shouldn't be here, let's just also clean up the rest of this and just sort of put like put a little end to this neck this little part of it, and then we can do that. I understand that thinking. I totally do. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. again wish that like we could just all deal with everything at once, like adults. Yeah, right. Like I deal with all of my problems at one time. <laughs> in one fit, like big breakdown and then I'm perfect <laughs> it's called therapy yeah it's a, wow that got really that got real yeah what I can drop in Okay. In 1869, two groups were formed. So Stanton, Elizabeth Stanton and Susan B. Anthony formed the National Women's Suffrage Association, known mm-hmm. as NWSA, the goal of adding a federal amendment to grant women the right to vote. And then Lucy Stone and Henry Blackwell formed the American Women's Suffrage American Women's Suffrage Association, and they supported the 15th Amendment. They didn't want to complicate things by adding women to the mix. Uh, they wanted to pass amendments state by state, not federally. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's, like, we talked about that in our last show and we talked about abortion. Like, you know, that it happened overnight. Overnight was Roe v. Wade and overnight right. abortion was legal. And now we like, we have continued this fight over and over and over. Right. And that was the argument about gay marriage, which was like, if you turn it, you know, if it's a court case and that gives everybody the right to get married, mm-hmm. people will continue to fight it because they haven't had time to live with it through like their state laws. They right. haven't passed it right. in an appropriate time for any sure. given state to accept that like gay people should be able to get married. Right. Well, it did start state by state, but it just wasn't like majority of states. Right. Yeah. So they were they like ended doing up going, test cases. They ended know? up going that route. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. There was some opposition. So during this time, the opponents of women's suffrage began to organize locally. We love a grassroots organization. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting, like, this, the way that the opposition sh- shook out, because it's not the political landscape that we know today. So Massachusetts was home to the leading suffrage advocates, and it was also one of the first states with an organized anti-suffrage group. So they had, like, some of the most vocal people and then because I think, you know, because of that, if you have like a huge, vo- you know, vocal group, that's where uh, the first main opposition group started to form. So in the 1880s, anti-suffrage activists joined together and eventually became known as the Massachusetts Association Opposed to the Further Extension of Suffrage to Women. Lizzie, Too many what words. do you think of that title? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. A- that's not a title. It's a sentence. Yes, it is it's a full, a full sentence. Ass sentence. Uh, yeah. N- Massachusetts Association opposed to the further extension of suffrage to women. Good night. Right. Good night. That is so long. It's so long. That's it doesn't even bad... make a good acronym. My it, no. <laughs> Imagine putting Whoa. it like on a that, button. What is that? On a button, on a document, on a poster. Right. Uh, like, what? Are you joking? One, two, we don't want no fucking war. It is not. Like, oh, no. no. Oh, no. Massachusetts. They pen. did you dirty. Then Wyoming. Can you believe Wyoming? Mm. I can. The, the, the silent allies. I know. Wyoming became the first state to grant women the right to vote if they were 21 and over. Bless up. 
Mm-hmm. It was written into their state constitution. So like it's always been for the like a part of Wyoming's state law yeah. that women had over 21 had the right to vote. When Wyoming applied for statehood, this is from the Constitution Center. When Wyoming applied for statehood, the con- the Congress was like, bah, what? You want to give women what? the right to vote? Yeah, Congress Wyoming. Like, I don't know about that. Yeah. So then, but the Wyoming legislature stood its ground and they went back to congressional leaders and they said, I love this. We will remain out of the union 100 years rather than come in without the women. Close quote. Yes, Wyoming. That is what being an ally is. Shout out to Wyoming. My friends in Wyoming. I have so many. Let's should, go to Wyoming. We should call it Yes, Yoming. Yes, Yoming. Yes, Yoming. <laughs> yes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's such a great dad joke. Oh, man. Yes, Yoming. Yes. Yoming. It's so good. I love that, though. We will remain out of the union 100 years rather than come in without the women. Yes. I love that. We're Hell good. yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Allies in Wyoming. Shout out. That makes me I feel love. so good. I know. Oh, man. Okay, okay. Great. You got this. You got this. I know. Next in history, in 1878, the National Women's Suffrage Association started lobbying Congress. Mm -hmm. So they're like, knock, knock, ding, dong. Mm -hmm. We're here. Studies were conducted and committees were formed within the Congress. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. But the proposal to give women the right to vote was defeated on the Senate floor in 1886. So it was not, it was not like, Great. It was not successful. No. We're, you're going to see that we we had a lot of hurdles yeah. leading up to actually, it actually passing. 1886, and it didn't pass for, what, thir- 40 years? 40 more Almost, years. Yeah, 40 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can imagine Susan B. Anthony just like with a walker being like, we're going to do it this time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the NSWA and the AWSA, I hate that they are using the same letters in a different <laughs> version, they they merged, thank God, into one group <laughs> forming the National American Woman Suffrage Association, the NAWSA. Gotta stop with these acronyms. NASA. NASA. <laughs> <laughs> the group was made up of local and state groups throughout the United States. Member dues funded annual conventions where suffragists met to discuss their campaigns. Mm-hmm. They firmly decided to turn to the states. So this is where they made the decisions. They were, like, yeah. we're not making any headway in Congress. No. Nope. We're going to go local. Yep. We're going to make this a states' rights issue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Within six years, Colorado, Utah, and Idaho had added amendments to their state con- constitutions that granted the right women the right to vote. Shout out to Colorado, Utah, and Idaho. And I'm like, the West these really random pulling ass, through. They're literally like, they're doing all the work. Of course they should have the right to vote. Oh, shout out to Manifest Destiny. Okay. Some, (laughs) so both Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Susan B. Anthony died before women got the right to vote. Mm -hmm. And some fear that Stanton's death in 1902 and Anthony's death in 1906 would set back the movement. But a new leader of the group, Carrie Chapman Catt, led the charge to get the legislation passed in the States. Man, yeah, it sucks that they died before it happened. I know it yeah. sucks. I know. I read uh, that and I was like, "That's such a bummer." Such a bummer. I mean, what, they couldn't hang on for like no. 14, 18 years. Like that's it's yeah. not like they missed it by a month. You yeah, know? they missed it by you know right. a full fledged human who could give birth. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, sad. Okay, between nineteen ten and nineteen eighteen, the following states added their own amendments. 
Alaska Territory, because they were not yet a state. Nope. Arizona, Arkansas, California, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Michigan, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New York, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Dakota, and Washington. So no southern states. Southern no. states are just no. like that. No. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> They're, you know, they're they're seceding and coming back and like they're just they're they're a they're hot mess. Place. Well, South I, is a damn mess right now. I know that a lot of this had to do with like uh like against women's suffrage in the South had to do with like Jim Crow laws. And yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we're trying to suppress one people's right to vote. Why are you bringing in another one? I know right. we're busy. Like, we're busy. Yeah. Oppressing. Yeah. Why are you giving us more work to do? Right. right. We don't want to. Oh God, we have to oppress more. Yeah. Jeez. But uh, man, there's a lot of states. There's a lot of states that. That incorporated yep. it into their um, constitutions. Like, I feel like if this didn't happen, it would never have become an issue in Congress. Like, yeah. I feel like this is the only way. They're basically like, yeah, half the country states. wants this. The NAWSA was slightly problematic because mm-hmm. it was not completely united or inclusive. Not everyone was able to participate in the NAWSA. Um, Although the NAWSA did not exclude African-American women from membership at the national level, state and local organizations could and did choose to exclude them. So, again, this is like, I mean, we see this today where it's like this sort of like exclusive wave of feminism where it's, you know, you have like you're not including women of color and especially black women in the conversation of yeah, mm-hmm. also feminism and, and, and like LGBT yeah, organizations as well. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So it all, you know, and it's like, you can see its roots here where it's yeah. like mm-hmm. from the very beginning, people were trying to exclude them from there was being a part of it. A suffragette, Ida Wells, who was mm-hmm. like a former slave who would just regularly show up to yes. these protests, even though yes. people were like, you're not supposed to be here. It's segregated. So what? Cause a lot of the suffrage protests were actually like segregated. Right. Yeah. And she would like show up and be like, Nope. Like Fight I'm me. here. Yes. Yeah. This is my We're right. Do like, it. you yep. know, I think she was from Georgia, I think, but shout out. Yeah. Hell yeah. We love that. Yep. So federally, the equality league of self-supporting women, Led by bad titles. Bad titles. Love the women. Bad titles. We got to be better at naming things. Led by Stanton's daughter, uh, used marches, parades, and pickets to bring the women's suffrage movement to the national level and to make Washington pay attention. Yes. So they went to D.C. and were like, hear us. Protest. Listen to us. Protest you will work. pay attention. Yep. However, as all good things have, they had opposition. In 1911, Josephine Dodge, who also led a movement, you know, parentheses on this, to establish daycare centers to help working mothers. I don't understand. This is where I go, how do you oppose women's suffrage, but you want to help working mothers by opening daycares? Because she did found the National Association opposed to women's women's suffrage. I know. (laughs) Okay. Oh, so you're the National Association. What is it? Of women's suffrage? No, no. National, National Association opposed to women's suffrage. No, no, no. I'm saying what the NAWSA is. The National American Women's Suffrage Association. Yep. So she like sees that acronym and she's like, okay, we're the National Association yeah. opposed to yeah. women's suffrage. Oh, she's Aha! totally pulling like a Republican. This like is, this is straight out of like a conservative so Republican stupid. playbook. Fast forward. Josephine, you're bad at titles. Sorry, honey. Yep. So they were opposed, her organization, the National Association Opposed to Women's Suffrage, was most popular in northeastern cities. They argued that most women did not want to vote. Right. This is according to the National Museum of Women's History. Yes. Um, Because they took care of the home and the children. 
They said that women did not have time to vote. They're busy. Or stay updated on politics. They're busy. They're tired. Some argued that women lacked the expertise or, fuck you, mental capacity to offer a useful opinion about political issues. Do I not have a brain? Oops. I can't possibly understand. Drag him. Drag him. What? Me? <laughs> God forbid you find a word you can't pronounce. I know. Oh my God, fold uh, you up, you're done. I just should go home with my children. Go have children and I'm gonna stay go home with them. I'm going to go and forget this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go have children. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not married. That I'm would make not, you a whore. I'm unwed. Oh, boo. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. I know. <laughs> That'd I be know. real bad. <laughs> I know I would be a whore. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. I mean, what's to say? I Women know. can't possibly understand. They can't understand things. We're they stupid. We only just so, learned to read. I know. We, ju- we just. I mean, they just gave us books. Like, come on. <laughs> They're like, here, you figure it out. And I'm like, and, and you know what? We did. We did. <laughs> oh wow! I got this bullet. I know. Point. I gave I you this, this on purpose, guys. I can't wait to bring it up. Okay, on the eve of. Enemy of my life, Woodrow Wilson's inauguration. In 1913, there was a massive suffrage parade in D.C. and hundreds of women were injured. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at like, this is how he started his presidency. Yeah. No wonder he didn't prevent the Second World War. Like, it was just like he was not, he was he was a, an accident waiting to happen. You know what's great about that? What? There was low turnout to his inauguration. Of course there because was. Because the women's parade was blocking the train station to get there. I love So he that. was like, his, whatever, his secret service, he's like, where is everybody? And they're like, they're being blocked by women. I love that. I, I love that. I love that. And yet Those he did not learn his allies. lesson. He did not learn his lesson. No. He did not prevent the Second World War. We do not like Woodrow Wilson. That same year, so 1913, same year, Alice Paul founded the Congressional Union for Women's Suffrage, which later became the National Women's Party. Okay. We're, the acronyms are getting smaller. They're getting smaller. As we get closer to, to getting the 19th Amendment, the acronyms get smaller. I love it. Mm-hmm. They took a um, branding course. Yeah. Yep. The National Women's Party, they organized protests and marches in support of women's suffrage. Five years later in 1918, Satan's son, Woodrow Wilson, changed his mind, <laughs> having been convinced wow. by... How do you really feel? Cat and supported, and he, and he decided finally, five years later, to support the women's suffrage movement. So it took him five uh, years. Five years. Yep. So he was into his yeah. second term. He was like, yeah. uh, fine. I'm not preventing the Second World War, so I might as well support women to vote. There's a famous like political cartoon from that year, like mm-hmm. right before he that I guess is cr- accredited to being part of his turn mm. towards women's suffrage. That's basically like Uncle Sam looking at a woman and saying, "If you're good enough for war, you're good enough for the vote," or something really Hell like yeah. intense. And Love the country that. was just like, "Yeah, actually, yeah, you know what? If yeah. they can be nurses on the fucking front lines, yeah, maybe we could let them make a decision. Maybe. Just one, just maybe. one. Maybe. So Woodrow Wilson did flip his opposition to the women's movement in 1918, according to the New York Times. When he addressed the Senate in 1918, what bl- what blanket Woodrow Wilson said. I regard the extension of suffrage to women as vitally essential to the successful prosecution of the great war of humanity in which we are engaged. Great war being World War One. The great war being because they thought war. it was just gonna it was gonna end there. Yeah, yeah. Right. That there LOL. would be no more great they wars. They didn't think that he possibly could perpetuate World War Two, but here we are. Yeah. 
He appealed to patriotic uh, patriotic arguments for suffrage when he asked representatives, we have made partners of women in this war. Shall we admit them only to a partnership of suffering and sacrifice and toil and not to a partnership of privilege and right? Great argument. Bad sentence. Great argument of like, we're literally fighting alongside them. They are cutting off our legs when they need to. Yeah. Are we really not going to let them vote? Yeah. I agree with you, Woodrow. Yep. Yet still, <laughs> the Senate failed to pass the bill by two votes. It Obviously, I mean, it didn't pass until the following year. But literally, we go through war. We go through a world war. And they're like, ugh, nah, nah, <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good on my heart to let them vote. Do we know who those two votes were? Because I would bet my life that they were from the South. Of course they're from the South. Yeah. Of course they're from the South. Yeah. I bet I bet Woodrow Wilson it's on that that it was the South. I bet the whole his whole body <laughs> that it was the South. <laughs> I bet on Woodrow Wilson. I bet Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> So it did eventually pass in the Congress on May 21st, 1919, U.S. Representative James R. Mann, a Republican from Illinois and chairman of the Suffrage Committee, proposed the House resolution to approve the Susan Anthony Amendment, granting women the right to vote. Yay! Yay! Listen, Republicans, take note. The measure passed the House 304 to 89. A lot. Like That's, that's a, a lot. That's a, like, that's... Not insignificant. People were into it. Yeah. Um, um, a full 42 votes above the required two-thirds majority. Beautiful. Yep. And then two weeks later, on June 4th, 1919, the U.S. Senate passed the 19th Amendment by two votes over its two-thirds majority required. The vote was 56 to 25. And then the amendment was sent to the states for ratification. Nice. Like we you love, do. We love that took ratify. a while. But then it went through, like, initially... Um, the ratification seemed fairly quick. So within six days, Illinois, Michigan, and Wisconsin, Wisconsin each ratified the amendment. Mm-hmm. And then soon after, Kansas, New York, and Ohio also ratified it. And then by March of the following year, a total of 35 states had approved the amendment. So like, that it was yeah. fairly quick. Yeah. Um, one, which, But that's still one state shy, because they needed 36 of the required two-thirds for ratification. But, oh, and surprise, like the southern states hated this idea of like women oh, voting, yeah. so like you couldn't count on them to do it. You had to basically ignore the South. Purely had to do with black women. Yeah, like it really did. Yeah, which is insane. Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Virginia all rejected the mm-hmm. amendment. Virginia, and ref- and you did me dirty. Refused mm-hmm. to ratify it. So mm-hmm. that meant it was up to Tennessee. Oh God, I know it's never good when it's up to Tennessee. No, but listen, no, sh- no, this is this is. I mean. I think it's sweet. I'm also like, ugh, but whatever. Like, take, we listen to the story. So it's up to Tennessee. The state's legis- legislature was tied 48 to 48, but somebody's mother came to save the day. It's yes. always a mom. Yes. Oh, by the way, it is my mom's birthday. Shout out to my <gasps> Happy mom. Happy birthday, mommy. Happy birthday, mom. Yes. Reminded me it's my, it's my mom's birthday. Yes. Yay. So 23-year-old representative Harry T. Byrne, who is a Republican from McMinn County. He's so young. Cast, he's a baby. Yeah. 23. I know. Cast oh the deciding vote. Like this dude. Yeah. Was 23-year-old kid. In, put his the law into the, into, on him. the books. She was like, I will not do your laundry. 
She did did call him. So Byrne opposed the amendment, but his mother convinced him to approve it. Mrs. Byrne, as she cited uh, in my notes, which are from history.com. Love. Mrs. Byrne reportedly wrote to her son and said, quote, don't forget to be a good boy and help Mrs. Cat put the rat in ratification. Close quote. I, I, feel, I feel like you said that with the wrong tone. I feel like she was like, don't forget to be a good boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was going to definitely go for the jugular. But I love this like use of alliteration and help Mrs. Cap put the rat in ratification. Yeah. I love. She took an English class. The amendment was, so he voted for it because he was like, all right, mommy. He voted for it. The amendment was certified on August 26, 1920, and women finally had the right to vote. <sighs> it took Woo! over 60 years for the remaining 12 states fuck you to ratify the ni- to ratify the 19th right. amendment wasn't the last one like super recently oh yeah super recently like my... I was born the year after they did it this yeah. was my fun fact that um, you were gonna say say oh, yeah. that it was Mississippi Mississippi was the last state to ratify the amendment and Miss they did so on March 22nd 1984 fuck it oh my god 1984 1984 they were like you know what fine fine give women to write the vote we've only been through two world wars the vietnam war like six presidential assassinations women are in congress and they're like fine we the state will recognize yep. we'll do the ceremonious thing and ratify it it's like ew absolutely not mississippi get your shit together uh I have a just a real quick story yeah. about oh the my God, Tennessee ratifications. So a so a big liquor and big beer was like meaning like the companies. <laughs> not not big <laughs> they liquor. Had big liquor and beer, big beer. Um, they were totally, totally against the women's right women's suffrage I because women were so for prohibition and temperance right. because mm-hmm. because surprisingly enough, men get drunk and beat women and there's no laws to protect Fair. those women. So Fair. I mean, should they have gone after the alcohol or possibly the laws that protect I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Look, uh, water under the bridge. Easier. But um Jack Daniels, the whiskey company. Yeah made like a thing called the Jack Daniels suite next to the Tennessee like Capitol um, and basically just invited all of the uh, Congress people to come over, all the congressmen to come over and get drunk with them. And we're like trying like women shouldn't vote. Hey, hey, here, have some more free whiskey and then go vote drunk. But by the way, anyway, but they wow. didn't succeed. Wow. Really, do it's you want to know who wants to take away your alcohol? The women. The women. And if you give them the right to vote, they're going to take away your alcohol. Then you yeah. can't beat them anymore. And then you can't it's beat so them funny anymore. Because the men are the ones who took away the alcohol because women they couldn't were. vote. Yes, yeah. they absolutely They did. were not in Congress. They absolutely was, I love did. How I love how with like women, no matter what, will always get the blame. Like women want to take away your alcohol. It's like they did it themselves. Yeah, yeah men caused prohibition. Men, like, like yeah. factually, men caused it. Women couldn't vote. They weren't in Congress. They were not lawmakers. Nope. Men caused prohibition. Yep. Don't at me. <laughs> Are we ready for fun facts? Yes. Yes. Fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts. So this is an art and fun fact, and it starts off with white men have been running things for a very long time. Uh, that and says then you- ruining. Oh, 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 ruining. Oh, sorry. They're both so true. Th- 
<laughs> running and running. That's <laughs> both true. They've been ruining things for a very long time. But I love that you quoted Constitution Center right after that, as though like that was what the Constitution Center said, <laughs> even though I know it's what I'm about to read. But I love that the Constitution Center just being like, white men suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Constitution Center yeah. says, in 1776, New Jersey Constitution, the New Jersey Constitution provided that all inhabitants of legal age who met the property and residency requirements were entitled to vote. So that's kind of like yeah. vague. All inhabitants, like if we were to put this up in the court, they would be like, yeah, all yeah. inhabitants. To Kate's point earlier, they it's basically saying people. People. Mm-hmm. People. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess like the thing is like women couldn't own land. So yeah. it's all like it's inherently men. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if the the property requirements were that you had to own a certain amount of land and like. Right. That's not the women. Like they can't right. legally yeah, just own land. Proves that at the time women were less than people. I love that. Because, I love that you know. so much. It feels amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a super fun fact that New Jersey was vague. <laughs> The women's suffrage in New Jersey didn't last long because there were rampant, there was rampant voter fraud when men dressed up as women to go back and vote a second time. Gosh darn it. Now that they were going to vote, yeah, the men were like, mm, take my wife's petticoat, petticoat and hat. They'll never notice. And go vote again. Oh my God. If I saw my husband dressed in my clothes, I'd be like, Brad, <laughs> Brad. what are you doing? I get out of my closet. I mean, also, like... You're stretching out my petticoat. You, I, I have not watched 10-plus seasons of Drag Race to know that a man in a dress does not look like a woman. True. I mean, the drag queens do because they work at it. Well, they but a man put in the work. just putting you a dress on... You know they were not putting in the work. You know what I work. mean? Yeah. You I have totally to put know. on makeup and pads and a bunch of other yeah. things, guys. This they is not They are not enough. putting in the work <laughs> no. the same way drag you, They is. were not fooling anybody. No. Exactly. Nobody was like... But they were still letting Elizabeth, them vote. you've grown a beard. Like, that's yeah. not a thing that happened. <laughs> In 1807, the right of women to vote in New Jersey was withdrawn. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. They were like, because men were dressing up in our clothing. That's why. Mm-hmm. That is why. I just, I can't. Uh, it makes me so, so angry. Um, ugh. Okay. Another fun fact. Former slave Sojourner Truth became a prominent leader and lecturer during this time. She published her autobiography in 1850. She gave lectures at women's rights conventions and sold portrait photographs. Okay. Love merch. Mm -hmm. Truth, sometimes called Libyan Sybil, was part of an elite former, uh, was part of elite former reformer. Oh, my God. One more time. Was part of elite reformer circles. She addressed both her experience of gender discrimination and racism, a topic many white activists overlooked or ignored. Yeah. And literally, I I put her in here because... I wanted her to be somewhere. She deserves it. <laughs> she oh my deserves God. to be somewhere. Absolutely. Are you joking? We have to talk about her. Absolutely. Yep. I feel like bless. Yep. And then finally, fun facts about Susan B. Anthony. She was among others who argued that the recently ratified 14th Amendment privileges or immunities clause gave all women the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Women had always been citizens when the 14th Amendment, Amendment made it clear that no citizen should be not, should be denied the privileges and immunities of citizenship that conferred on the on women the right to vote. So she was like, literally, this amendment says that all people are citizens and yeah. they, sh- they can't be denied the benefits of being a citizen. A benefit of being a citizen is the right to vote. Yep. It's a strong argument. It's yeah. a strong-ass argument. We shouldn't need to have the 19th Amendment to be like, 
And also, right. sp- but more specifically, to piggyback off of what the 14th <laughs> Amendment said, you can't discriminate based on sex for the right to vote. Right. Yeah, it's redundant. It's redundant. It's yeah. a redundancy. Yep. But yeah, those are those are my fun facts for today. Yeah. Wow. That's very... the 19th Amendment. I mean, wow. It took a long ass time. It took like, so long. It should have. It took yeah, too long. And it was it so complicated. Like, so complicated. It didn't need to be that complicated. No, they literally should have just gone to Congress, been like, this is what we want. Congress should should have been like, oh my God, totally. But yeah, that's the 19th Amendment, guys. Shit. Hit the fan. Wow. That's great. Well, we're here and we vote. We hear and we vote. Yeah. Every, guys, guys, it's so important to vote. Please, everybody can vote. Register to vote. So, yeah, that's Let's Get Civical. Kate, thank you so much yeah, for popping on the mic. Thanks for having me. Oh, this my God. This is so much fun. And now it's so it's so great to hear you laugh audibly. Yeah, see, I'm not that silent. As opposed to, like, <laughs> just watching you, like, double yeah, over trying laugh, not to yeah. make noise. It's yeah. just, it's refreshing. It feels good. It feels great. Well, I was glad to do it. Yeah. Um, and, guys, you I mean, you know, you know that we love you so, so much. If you liked what you heard, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us. You can review us. You can subscribe to us. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear everything you have to say. And we love you so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Yes. Bye.